A person was married to three women and he died. Ksubasa Shalzu Mana Mashmili. Want to bring the board? Ksubasa Shalzu Mana. One woman has a Ksuba of 100. Vishalzu Masayim. One woman is 200. Vishalzu Shalish And one woman is 300. So there's going to be a very for business. So you have three women that each one has a different size. Ksuba Mana Masayim. And 300. Huh? What's the And you only have a Mana. Left. So what would you say in this instance? You have three women. They all want to collect their ksuba. One has a smaller, bigger, middle, and big. 100, 200, 300. But there's only a money to be found from the husband's money. They split it equally. So that, even though technically the 300 has more of a din, she gets more money. But I say in this 100, they're all equal. So they split it equally. 33, 33, and 33. Let's say there's 200. So now it gets a little complicated because the money only has a taina on 100 and the 200 and the 300 both have a taina on the second 100. So the Mishnah says a very interesting thing. Shall money chamishim? The $100 one is going to walk away with 50. Vishal Masayim, the $200 one, Vishal Shalish Meis, Shalish Shalish Shalzav. Three golden coins, which Rashi explains means 75. So that means each altogether he had 200. So the, the 100 walks away with 50. The 100 walks away with 50. And the 200 walks away with 75. So let's put it on the board. You have 200 altogether. You have 100, 200, and 300. This one walks away with 50. This one walks away with 75. And this one walks away with 75. And we're going to have to explain why that is like that. But that's the din. If it's 200 left... So then it gets a little complicated. The 100 gets 50, and the 200 and 300 get 75. The Gemara is going to explain why. Really, it shouldn't be like that. The Gemara is going to explain why. Hayusham Shalish Meis. Let's say there is 300. So then, now you have 300 left. So then, Viter, it gets broken up interestingly. So Shalmane, now you tell us Chamishim. The $100 one takes 50, the same as that happened here, because she's always dealing only with the first 100. She has no schos on the second or the third 100. So she always gets 50. Vishal Masayim Mana. The 200 walks away with 100. So you have 150. Vishal Shalash Meis. Shisha Shalzav. The Shalash Meis walks away with six gold coins, which is 150, because each gold coin is 25. So the, the 300 walks away with 150. That's the din that the Mishnah says. We're going to have to see why it's like that. But that's the din the Mishnah says. If it's 100, everybody splits equally. 200, they split it like this. 300, they split it like that. The Chayin Gimel, Sheetilulikis, three people that invested in a business deal. Same halacha applies. Pichsu Ayhaisiru Kachin Chalkim. If it goes down in price or up in price, they divide it the same way. And immediately each one takes uh, according to how much he invested in the business. That's what the Mishnah says. Very interesting din. And let's see the Gemara inside. Why in the world does this, the money, why does she take 50? We should break it down. There's $200 here. So the first 100, all three are equal with. So they should split the first 100, 33, 33, and 33. And then the other 100, they should split between the 200 and the 300. Why does this 100 walk away with 50, which means she walks away with half 
of the first hundred, right? She only has a schus on the first hundred. She looks at half of the first hundred. That doesn't make sense. She should only get a third of it. She's div- she has to split it between the three women. Why should it be uh, 50? She only gets 33 and a third. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel makes an Ukimta. It touch a Shvara Mishnah, Shmuel makes an Ukimta, and he says, the Mishnah is talking about a very interesting case. Because Seves Balas Masayim Lebalas Mane, Dinu Dvarim Eliyim Chabamane. This fellow, the 200, was Misalak herself. She said, I'm not going to fight with the 100 regarding the Mane. The 100 is coming for the Mane. The 200 and the 300 are also coming for the first, for, for the first 100. They're all coming for the first 100. So really, you should split it equally, and each one should get 33 and a third. But the 200 wrote to the 100, I'm a deal, I'm not going to fight with you about your money. So basically the first money, the first 100 is a fight between the 100 and the 300. So therefore the 100 gets 50, and the 300 also gets 50. And then the next 100, they split between the 200 and the 300, like we'll see. But that's why the 100 ends up with 50, because the 200 fellow said, I'm not going to fight with you about the money. The Masayim, the 200 and the 300 get three of gold, right? The Sefer says, this one ends up with 75, and this one ends up with 75. That's what the, that's the Mishra said. They end up with 75 each. If you're pulling yourself away from the money, so have no let the 300 tell the 200, you only you have no chelik, you have no schos in, right? Well, what should happen if the one hundred was misalik herself? So let's we'll break it down. There's a hundred that they all three are fighting over, and then there's another hundred that only these two are fighting over. So the first hundred, all three are fighting over. Teretz says this fellow was misalik herself. Number two hundred was misalik herself. So it's only one hundred and three hundred. So what should happen? She should walk away with fifty. And she should walk away with 50. That's what really should happen. They should both get 50. And then the next 100, they should split also equally. So she should get 50. And she should get 50. So what should happen is, she should get, this woman should get altogether 100. And this woman should only get 50. Why, does the, why do they split 75 and 75? With the la- meaning, why does this woman only get 25 from the first 100 and 50 from the second 100? Why should it be 75 and 75? If 200 knocked herself out, so she's out of the equation. We don't, we're not going to 200. So now, with it, when it comes, again, we split it equal. We split it into, we break it down to 100 and 100. So the first 100 is only split between the 100 and the 300. So she ends up with 50 and she ends up with 50. And now, the, now okay, now we're fighting about this 100. So the 200 and 300 come to Bezden again. She ends up with 50 and she ends up with 50. So altogether, the 300 should end up with 100 and the 200 should end up with 50. How do you get this number of 75 and 75? Obviously, the reason why you got this number is because when the the this the the two hundred was misalik herself, now you have now you have fifty. Now the fifty should really go to the three hundred, but the two hundred said no. I also want a piece in the pie. I also want to get a piece of the of the hundred. So that's why they're giving twenty five to the two hundred and twenty five to the three hundred. So Mela from the first hundred, this one gets fifty. She gets twenty five. She gets twenty five. And then from the second hundred, she gets 50, and she gets 50, so that's why each one ends up with 75. So, L'chayr, Fatima, why do you do that? Why do you take the remaining 50 and split it 25 and 25 if the 200 said she's out, she has, she's not fighting over the first hundred, so L'chayr, why should, she only, why should she walk away with 25? 
find the first 100, she should walk away with nothing. She should just get the 50, and then she sh- the 300 should end up with 100, and the 200 should end up with uh, 50. Why does she end up with 75? If she's misalic herself, she's misalic herself. That's the Maskasha. I was only misalik myself from the two, from the hundred. I was only not fighting with the hundred. Meaning, when it came to Bezdin, I said I'm not fighting with the hundred. So the hundred will not lose any money because of me. We did a deal. We were very nice to each other when we were married, and therefore I'm not fighting with her. So therefore, I'm going to allow her get to get fifty. Now there's another fifty that's floating in the air. I, I have no problem fighting with you. I just don't want to fight with the first woman, but I'll fight with you. So now the next 50, I'm coming back to Bez. Then you, again, the 50, the 100 took the first 50. Now you want to walk away with the second 50? No, I'm not going to let you take it. I want to split it equally. So Mela, I get 25 and you get 25. And then the next 100, we also split equally. So we end up with 75 and 75. And therefore, that's how that number comes in. This is a accountant's dream, right, Pinchas? Mamish, you came perfect time. Givaldic, this is Meyerdik Gemara. Anyway, Kabaisai Klar, just held cup. So that's basically this, and again, the reason why we have to go to such an interesting case is because logically, the Gemara doesn't make sense. There's no, the mission doesn't make sense. There's no reason in the world why if there's 200, she should get 50 and they should both get 75. There's no reason for it. Obviously, I have to say that 200 pulled herself out and that, and it's very, it's the case. 200 pulled herself out, but only regarding the 100, not regarding the 300. And that's why you would split it like that. So let's go to this case. It was $300, you have 100, 200, and 300. The Mishnah says you split it 50, 100, and 150. Why do you do that? The 200 gets 100, right? She gets 100. Why does she get 100? She should only get 75. Because you're telling me that she was misalik herself. So if she was misalik herself, so then she doesn't have a schos. In the original hundred, so the chayyah. Why does the chayyah the first the, she, the number two number two hundred was misalik herself? So Mela, she has nothing. She has no schos in the first hundred, and now she gets she should get twenty five from the right. What, what, what do we do? We give a hundred. She was misalik herself, so you give fifty to the hundred fellow. Like same thing we did over here. You give fifty to the hundred fellow, and you give twenty five to the two hundred and the three hundred from the remaining fifty. You give twenty five and twenty five. Now that's the first money, right? We have three monies here. One hundred. 100 and 100. They were splitting it into three. So number, the first mana, we split 50, 25, 25. The next mana, 100, they're fighting over. So she'll end up with 50 and she'll end up with 50. So if you add that up, she's 75, she's 75. And then the last 100 goes completely to the 300 because she's the only one that has a schuss on it. So she should end up with 175 and she should end up with 75. How did she end up with 100? That's the thing about Kashi. If you're telling me that number two was Miss Alec herself, how do you end up with 100? The Chayyim should only end up with 75. Which we're switching the case. We're talking about the 200 didn't say anything. So Mela, the, the, the 300 got involved. So the 200 said nothing. The 300 said, I'm not getting involved in the first money. I, was so, I like you, Chever, so much. I'm staying out. I'm not getting involved in the first money. So what do, you mail, what do you do? So the 300 said to the 200 and the 100, I'm not getting involved in the first money. So mail the first money, you split. 50 goes to the 100. 50 goes to the 200. Again, the first money, the 300's out. 
So the first money gets split 50-50. Then we go to the second money. And, the, and who, so they, they said the, the 200 already has a 50 and the 100 has a 50. So the 100's out. When it comes to the second 100, the 100's out. Now we go to the second 100. Now the second 100's a fight between 200 and 300. The 200, the 300 gets 50 and the 200 gets 50. So there you go. The, the 200 ends up with 100 and the 300 ends up with 150. So Mela, that's the case that the Mishnah's talking about that, the, that she should get a... Uh, that's, why, that's why 100 gets 50, 200 gets 100 and 300 gets 150, because we're talking about a specific case. So again, if it would be a simple case, if three women were left without a husband, and it's 100, 200, and 300, what you would do is, the 100 you would split equally, the 100 you would split between these two, and the last 100 would go to the 300. That's what you would do. The reason why you're not doing that is because it's a complicated case. The 300 wrote something to the 200 and the 100. That's why the din is changing. But Taisus asks, he doesn't know why the Mishnah is saying these dinim, what's the grace of Chiddush? But Agapon, that's the, that's the way the Mishnah says to tell us a Chiddush in these cases. Rabbi ya, that's one way to explain the Mishnah. So again, if you show this to an accountant, he's not going to know what you're talking about. Why in the world should, if there's 200, why should the 100 end up with 50? 275, 375. And in this case, if it's 300, why should the 100 end up with 50? 200, 100, and 300, 150. Logically, it doesn't make sense. And the Mishnah, and the Gemara says, Taka doesn't make sense. The only reason why it's like that is because we're talking about a specific case that someone wrote something to somebody else, and that's why it doesn't work. That's the first tarot of the Gemara. Then the Gemara says something very interesting. A, a, again, an accountant's dream. Rabbi Yaakov, Minahar Pokud, Mishmed Ravina Amar, a different Cheshben. Reisha, we're talking about that the money fell at two times. It wasn't, when the husband died, it wasn't straight $200. It was a, a uh, progressive situation. First some money fell, and then more money fell. And this is a very interesting din. Listen to this din. Reisha bishtei what happened? Tinaflu shivim v'chamesh v'chamisha b'chad zimna. 75 fell first. Again, we're looking for 100. So for 200, I mean. So 75 fell, number one. And then number two was 125. Now listen to this very interesting din. 75 fell first. Umea, the S, and the Chamisha, Bechad Zimda. And 125 fell uh, the second time. So um, let's explain how this works. The first 75, what do you do? So no one wrote anything to anybody. Everybody's equal. We all have an equal power. Right? So listen to this. It's very interesting then. So you have 75. So what do you do? You split it equally. They're all equal in this 75. So the 100 gets 25, the 200 gets 25, and the 300 gets 25. From the first thing that fell down, everyone ends up with 25. Again, we're trying to get to these numbers. So from the first 75, that's what we do. What do we do with the 125? What are we fighting over when we come to the 125? So really, this fellow, the, number, the 100, is she only got 25 from her money. So she doesn't, have, she doesn't have a schuss on the whole 125 because she's only owed 100. But she already got 25 from what she's owed. She already was paid off. So her schuss, she's coming to the table with a taina on 75. That's her taina. Okay? She only wants 75 of this 125. So you're left with 50 that she's not involved in. Right? Number one is only involved in 75. This is done. We split it equally. Now they're coming with 125. So number one is coming to Bezdin for $75 of this 125. So number one, number two, and number three are fighting over $75. So you know what? We're going to do exactly the same thing. We're going to give her 25, her 25, and her 25. Of this 75, we're going to give everybody 25. So where are we holding? Number 100 has 50. Number 200 has 50. And number 300 has 50. Now listen, everybody says, Mabish Gainas. 
Now the last 50, who's fighting? The 200 and the 300. So what do you do? You split equally. So you give 25 to her and 25 to her. Beautiful. Sati Gemara, 50 to her, 75 to her, and 75. No, an accountant's dream. The numbers line up. This is what you're waiting for. Oh yeah, all the numbers line up. Such a beautiful cheshmer. That's the Gemara says. Two tefises. Mamisha go'inis. And it's a, it's a very Yisraelistic way how the Gemara looks at money. You have to chap what the Gemara is doing. The Gemara looks. When 75 foot, you break it up. Man, this is the way the Gemara looks very methodically at the way you break up money. 75, you split it clear. Okay, 125, you break it up. 75 is a fight between them. 50 is not. It's a very interesting way of looking at it. We're going to explain this. It could be there's another way of looking at it. But this is the way the Gemara looks at the way you're teveya money. Why is Gemara. Because let's say that someone paid back a debt or something. Someone paid back a debt, or they whatever they discussed. There was, there was never a fight in Bezdin. Only let's say someone paid back a debt. The simple way someone paid back a debt. <laughs> or there was Yerusha, huh? People, people do pay back debts, by the way. Some. <laughs> so okay, so that's number one. Now let's get to the second case. Have I say? Seifa bishtei tefisis again. Three hundred. This guy ends up with fifty, two hundred, and one hundred and fifty. No one wrote anything. So let's cheshmer out. Let's do it again. Zok tehele gigemara. How do you do it? Tenaflu shivim vechamisha bechad zimna. Number one had seventy-five. First time seventy-five fell, and second time zim ubmasayim veesim vechamisha bechad zimna. Two hundred and twenty-five fell the second time. Okay, everybody said this better work. Let's go. So what's the cheshmer? The cheshmer is like this. The first seventy-five they split equally. They're all fighting over it. 25, 25, and 25. So Mela, she so far has 25, 25, and 25. This is out. Now the last two 25, let's do the same Khajman. The, the fight is only over 75. The fight between them three is only over 75 because 100 already got her 25. So she only is fighting over 75. So let, we're going to remember. So what's 225 minus 75? 150. Okay, so we're going to be left with 150, which we're going to figure out in a minute. But 75, we're going to split again equally. So this one gets 25, this one gets 25, and this one gets 25. So basically, she's done. She got her 50. Beautiful. She got her 50, and she got her 50. The 75 is done. Now we're left with 150. What do we do with 150? So let's think. The 200 already got 50. So she's only fighting over the remaining 50. Uh, the remaining. She, is she already got 50, so she's fighting over the remaining 150. She has a schos on the whole 150 because she only got 50. And the 300 also wants the 150 because she also, she only got 50. She also wants the 150. So then we would, then we would have, no one second, I think we're going to get stuck here. Hold on, hold on, the 200. No, 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 no. That's wrong. No, no. She, she, she doesn't have a schos. Let, I, I want, is it, the, the, she, she, the, the, the fight started when the 225 came. But the 220, I want to start this again. Look, it's very, very important to explain this long. It's very, very important to understand how the Torah views being Tevea money. When the first 75 came, they all came to Bezdin. They all, she wanted 100, 200, and 300. They split it equally, 25, 25, 25. When the second 225 fell, what were they coming to Bezdin with? She wanted uh, 75. She wanted 175, right? And she wanted 275, right? So her tiny was 175. Her taina was 275. They were coming for 225 with this taina. She was coming for 75. She was coming for 175. She was coming for 275. So therefore, the first 75 gets split equally between these three because they're all equally, they all have an equal taina on it. So Mela, she gets, she got uh, is, uh, uh, 25 bits, so she ends up with 50. And the 200 ends up with 25 bits, so she ends up with 50. 
and then the 300 ends up with 25, so she also ends up with 50. So this 75 is gone. But, again, now on the next, her taina is really only on remaining, when she came, when she came to Bezdin, her taina, she doesn't have a taina on the, on the, on the, on the full 225 because she's not owed 225. She only walked into Bezdin on a taina for the 125. Right, because the remaining hundred was never hers. When when two twenty five fell, you can't walk into Besdin with one hundred seventy five dollars taina on the whole two twenty five because you're not owed two twenty five. So your whole taina can only be on one hundred seventy five of the two twenty five, and you already got twenty five from there. So Mela, your the 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 number three has the taina on all the money because she she's owed everything from this two twenty five. But number two only came to Besdin with one hundred and seventy five dollar taina on this 225. So Mela, we take a hundred of this 225 and we split it equally between the, we give her 50 and her 50 because her taina is only on the hundred, right? Because she came for 75. 75, we already gave her 25 of the 75. Now she's coming for the remaining hundred that she's owed. She's owed 175. She's coming for the remaining hundred. So she's fighting over a hundred and she's fighting over a hundred. The remaining uh, money that they're not, she's not fighting over. She has no schus to fight over because she can only fight over 175. So 75 we already solved. So now the 100 she's coming. So she's fighting over 100. She's fighting over 100. She ends up with 50 of that 100. She ends up with 50 of that 100. So Mela, she walks away with 100. And she walks away with 100. And Mela, the remaining 50 of the 225 only goes to the third one. And there you, before you end up with 150. Want me to repeat it? <laughs> huh? You want to make it out, huh? Say, so if someone asks you on a test, you cross it out and say, you're not allowed to write it on a test. It, no one will ask you this question on a test. And if he does, you don't have to answer. But in Shema, you might have to. But here you go. But like, well, that's a lot. I wish, I'll let you get the concept. Forget about the numbers for a second. The concept is, when you walk into Bezdin, when the money falls, you only have a Tviya based on how much you're owed. That's the point the Gemara says. So maybe you break it down based on how much you're owed, Therefore, the 75, they're all equal in. In the 225, she's only coming for the 175. She's only coming for 75. And she's coming to 275. So, male, they split equally. The 75 is split equally. And then the remaining 100, they split equally. And the last money, the remaining 50, goes all, all to, to the 300 fellow. And that's how you end up with these numbers. Rabbi Saimari de Kizach, the Gemara says, very interesting way of looking at business. That's how the Gemara understood according to the first tarots. Now, we, uh, we don't pass like it's tarots. The Gemara is going to bring a different tarots. But this is the way the Gemara understood the Mishnah. Tanya Zaktebraisa Zu Mishnah Sebnasen This is Abnasen's Shita. Rabbi Yaimeh Rabbi disagrees. Einani Rayad Varev Shah Abnasen Be'elu I don't hold of this whole Shtikl There's no such thing. When you come to Bezdin you have a schos on all of the money of the husband. Abnasen created a whole new a whole new method of looking at Tviya. You only have a Tviya on 100, or only a Tviya on 175, or 275. You only have a Tviya on what you're being Tviya. Rabbi said, no, it's up, Shah. You have a Tviya on all the money. Until this one walks away with 100, she's going to stand in Besden and yell. Until she walks away with 200, she's going to stand in Besden and yell. Until she walks away with 300, she's going to stand there and yell. She has a Tviya on every penny. So when, you, when 300 comes, all of them are fighting over it. I, she only gets 100. I kept saying that when I walk away with my 100, I'll go. But if you're only going to give me 50, I'm going to keep fighting. I deserve 100. So now you have, so Rabbi Rabnasen says, no, you break down, your tvi is only on 100, so we'll split it equally. Rabbi says, no, we're not, your tvi is not 100. Your tvi is on all the money the husband has until you walk away with the money that you're owed, which maybe we would have said. If you're tithing on a guy, I'm, I'm like, I don't care how much you make your cheshbonus, I need $100. I'm going to stay in the Bezdin until I get $100. So Zakt Rabbi, what do you do? 
If you have 300, Zak Trebi, Cholkim Bishaveh, Ela Cholkis Bishaveh, they all split equally, and immediately each one gets a piece, and therefore everyone is Mishobed, and what you would do is, let's say in the 200, you would split 200 by 3, and whatever 200 divided by 3 is, what's it, Penny? 67777, they would all end up equally, because until, again, until she gets her 100, she's not any worse than the 200 and the 300. The same thing if it's 300, she, she, they're going to split equally. I, it's not fair, why should you end up with your whole ksuba? You only end up with half, right? What's going to happen is going to be 100, 100, and 100. That's what we're going to do, we're going to split 300, 100, 100, 100, it's not fair. You got your whole ksuba, you only got a 30 ksuba. Too bad, I owe, I'm owed 100. My tviya is not any less than your tviya. You're owed 300, I'm owed 100. So we're all going to come to Mezzan together and we're going to split to 300 equally. That's what Rebbe says. Rebbe says that when you come, you have a tvi on all the money and a mela, you could collect until you get your ifis, $400. So then we could talk because then she already got her 100. So she's not going to have his chus on the remaining money. It's once she gets her 100, she's out. But till she gets her 100, she is allowed to stand in Bezdin and yell and a mela. That's how Rebbe disagrees with the cheshbin of the Gemara. Huh? Accounting for life, right? but it didn't take four minutes. That's the problem. Zok tehelege gemaye amar Shmuel evachein shloisha shetilu. So the end of the Mishnah said that the same thing happens when you have an investment. When you have an investment, the same thing happens that you split it proportionally. Amar Shmuel Shmuel says a very interesting din when it comes to investments. Shnayim shetilikis. Two people invested in an investment. Zemane v'zemasai. One pe- one person invested a hundred. One person invested two hundred. Haschar la'emtsa. Dover noyemoid. We would never say this in a million years. The money that's get that's being generated is split equally. Why in the world? One person gave a hundred and one person gave two hundred. Why would the money be split equally? Ha umdina. The halach is the Rishayim say the reason why it's split equally is because that's the assumption that we make. Uh, we pass like this. Now, Lamaya said we don't do like this, but that's because we arrange it differently. But if you want to arrange it, Stam, the Gemara says, the understanding is, if you put in 200, you put in 100. Why would I put in 200 into business? Why would I do that? Obviously, I think your business, I think the word is acumen. I think your business acumen is very uh, good. I like you. I think you're a talented guy. So it's Kadai for me to invest 200 to be a partner in your business. But I'm considered... We're not regarding the profits. If the business goes to Arachas Shalom, then I take my investment. You take your investment. But in profits, we split the profits equally because the only reason why I would invest more money than you is because I think you have more talent than me. And Amela, I'm asking to only get half the profits. That's Shmuel's din. We're going to see how it fits with the Mishnah. But that's what Shmuel says. You split the profits equally. Uh, Good, uh, good, but, it, but it's money. It's mamish achiyev. You have no. It means you, if I could be tevei, you invest. If I have the profits, it's not. You're not just being nice. But that's the din. Very interesting din. Amar Abba explains. Mistaver milsa de Shmuel bishar lecharisha v'ayimid lecharisha. We're talking about a shar that you bought to plow and you're using it to plow. So meila, we split it equally. Let's say they decide to shech the shar, and the shar went up in price. Again, the investment for sure you get. But the question is, it went up in price, it's worth more. Then he says, If we're dealing with the, the growth, the worth of the meat, the shar is worth more, and the meat got fatter or something like that, so then everyone gets percentage-wise. The only time Shmuel said we split the schar la is if they're plowing with the shah. But if they're using it for meat, you have the physical meat in front of you, so then everybody agrees that you get your piece, and whatever much your piece is worth, that's how much money you make, and therefore you get percentage-wise more. That is uh, Rabbah's din. 
For Rav Hamnuna Amrina, Afilu Sharla Harishavai Melitvicha has Chala and Tamar Dikadin. Rav Hamnuna says, No, even if it's uh, even if you shachted it, this Chai still gets split equally. So that's Shmuel's din. A Mayur Dikadin of Shmuel, this Chai gets split equally. Mace, if I think about it. Even if they dissolve the business. Yes. It's only in profits, but not in the main. In the, in the profits, you get equally. Two people invested in a business. The Brisa says this chag goes equally. So you see, like Shmuel, the Gemara thought we're talking about a shar that was that ended up being shechted. That's what it means. So you see, you see now, like Rabbi Rabbi said, if you shech the shar, the chag goes proportionally. It does not go. It does not get split equally. We're talking about you using it for Harisha. But if you shecht it, you're telling me that according to Rabba, if you buy a shar and you shecht it and it's worth more money, you split it according to how much you invested. The Sefer says, If each person bought, let's say, each person bought his own animal. I bought an animal, you bought an animal. And we put them together and we're investing together. We bought, let's say, a bunch of animals. I bought a bunch of animals, you bought a bunch of animals. And we're all doing, we're, we're all investing in a business together with our animals. The Sefer says, Because since we're not dealing with one animal, since we're dealing with two or three or four animals, I own one of them, you own one of them, so there everybody agrees you get proportionate to how much you invest. If it's in one animal, we assume you split it equally. But if it's in a bunch of different animals, we assume everyone gets according to which animal he brought in. That's what the Sefer says. So if you're telling me that if you shecht it, you get proportionally, why does the Mishnah have to switch the case and say, if each one invests by putting in his animal, you split it proportionally, lift like Velistamidida. Say the same case. Keep it one animal and say the same case. Say the case, the only time you split it equally is if you're using it for Harisha. But if you're using it to shecht, you should say, and why do you have to switch the case in the Seifa? Say, if you shech the shar, everybody gets proportionally. According to Rabbi, that's the thing. Why do you have to make a new case that if everybody invested his animal, just say, in a case where you're using it to shech. Forget about bringing in new animals. That's the Mishnah says. But that's the bri- it's a brisa. That's the brisa means. It's only if it's meant for harisha. Let's say it's meant for tvicha. If you took an animal, you invested an animal, and you shechted the animal, it's as if you did a business with each person bringing in his own animal. I bring my shar, you bring your shar. When we did a business together, everybody takes proportionally. So let's get clear according to Rabbi Shita. If a person invests in a shar and the shar was shechted, the profits go proportionally to how much you invested. If it's used for harisha, if it's used to plow, then the profit gets split equally. But if it's used for, for tvicha, it's used for meat, then the profits go proportionally. That's the cheshman. Or if I bring in a shar and you bring in a shar, then everybody agrees the profits go proportionally. That's the cheshman. Now, after Shmuel's din, from the Mishnah, Tanan, the Mishnah says, Three people invested in, a, in an investment, in a deal. If the deal went down or up, 
Kachin Chalkiv. The Gemara thought it went down or up. They split it proportionally, like the Mishnah said. We just had a bunch of numbers in the Mishnah that when you have inve- when you have a certain amount of investment in the let's say by Ksuba, each one gets according to how much their Ksuba is. And then the Mishnah ends off. Three people invest in a business. If it goes down or up, they get they get proportionally. So how could Shmuel say? Shmuel started the Sugya saying, if two people invest in a business, they invest in a shire, you split it equally. It's not true. The Mishnah says clearly not like that. If the if a two, two people invest or three people invest and the price goes down or up, the Allah is they split it proportionally. It's not like Shmuel. My love, Pachsu, pachsu, mamish. The Gemara thought that when we're saying it went down, we mean it mamish went down. Haisiro, haisiro, mamish. And when we mean it went up, we mean a mamish went up, meaning there was a, in, either an, a, an enhancement in the business or a deflation in the business. The business went down. So the Chari, you see that you split it proportionally, not like Shmuel, who says the profits get split equally. Very interesting case. The reason why the Mishnah says you get proportionally is not that the business didn't make any money. That's not what happened. What happened was like this. In those days, money used to go out of currency. Like the older coins would go out of currency. So let's say I gave 100 coins and you give 200 coins and we do business with it and now we get new coins. So now we keep having new coins so the old coins are not going to go out of currency. We keep getting new coins. There, even Shmuel would agree that it goes proportionally. The only time Shmuel holds you split equally is if you have a shar that you, we both invested in the shar, and the shar starts plowing. So then we split the plowing equally. But if I gave 100 coins and you gave 200 coins, and let's say it goes up in price, the reason why it goes up in price is because we were doing business with it, and now we have newer coins, which are better than older coins, and we keep using newer coins, so then there's no reason why we should split it equally. I have 100 coins in the pot, you have 200 coins in the pot, so you should get the, the gain of 200, and I should get the gain of 100. So there even Shmuel would agree that you split it proportionally. The only time Shmuel said is Chiddush is if you invest in a venture together, and it goes up or down, so then Shmuel says you split equally because that's the svar. But if it's the coins themselves that went up, that's called zuzi uh, charati, new coins, there Shmuel would agree that you get it proportionally. Or if it goes down, how does it go down? Istiriditsunisa means it got rotten. The coins are not really anymore to be used. The coins went out of circulation. So now I invested 100 coins, you invested 200 coins, and then some of the coins went out of, of, of circulation, or all of them did. So then we bear the responsibility equally, because since we're talking about the coins themselves, we're not talking about an external gain. We're talking about the gain of the coins themselves, or the loss of the coins themselves. There, Shmuel would agree that the money, the, the loss, or the gain, gets split proportionally. That is Shmuel's din. Amayadikadin, Sif, someone needs beats you in the street. And he says, if I invest in a kind of venture, how do we split? I invest less and you invest more. How do we split the profit? So nowadays, it's not again, because nowadays you can write whatever you want. But in those days, the halacha was, misvaya, the halacha was that they split the profits equally, even though I invested more than you. It's too bad. We split the profits equally. That is Shmuel's dinner. Maria the of Shmuel. But the Srishayim say the Svar is, the reason why I invested more is because I knew that you were a good, a good salesman and I figured my 200 in your hands is going to be worth more money. So it's Kadai for me to invest 200 even though you only invested 100 but you're investing your talent. I mean, we do that also today, right? I could also, if I'm a talented guy and you only have, you're an investor, so a lot of times a guy would invest with somebody who's a talented guy, he puts up the money and that guy puts up the talent 
and a male, they put it together. So that could be the same thing over here. Shmuel says, Misfar, if I'm investing 200 and you're investing 100, Misdama, the Pshad is because I, you're a talented guy, you have something to offer that I don't have to offer. So Mela always split the profit equal. That's the Gemara's Cheshman. Well, I doesn't say, it, it doesn't say, it doesn't say. Gemara says, Misdama, that's how the arrangement is. It doesn't say how much each one was working. Yeah, it could be this other external factors, but in the standard case, the Gemara is saying we assume that it's your talent that, that I was masking to, and therefore I'm masking to. Again, this is stubborn. You can write whatever you want, Nishtar. This is stubborn. A person was married to four women, Umais, and he died. So all four women collect Exuba, Harishaina, Kaidemes Lashnia. The first woman goes first because she's the earliest star again. Whatever it comes to collecting a star, the earlier one goes first. So the first one goes before the second one. Because it goes in order. The first one, after she collects a ksuba, makes a shvua to the second one that she didn't cheat. She didn't take any extra money because the second one wants to make sure she has money left. So she forces the first one to swear to her. The second one swears to the third one. The third one has to swear to the fourth one. The fourth one doesn't have to make a shvua because there's nobody left. So Mela, she has no reason to make a shvua. I, she's collecting from Yisayimim. So Rashi says, we're talking about that the Yisayimim are G'daylam. How, how long is a person considered a Yasim? Am I Yasim if I was not alive? Am I Yasim? Am I you're a Yasim? How long is a person considered a Yasim? Huh? Yasim Yisrael, you're still a Yasim? How long is a person considered a Yasim for? So Allah is... Huh? Yeah, as long as it's for your benefit, yeah. <laughs> so, that, so the shayla is how long is a person considered a yasim? So the Gemara says we're going to see that a person's only considered a yasim as long as he's a katan. Once he's a gadol, Mishmul, how old are you? Once a person becomes a gadol, so then he is not considered a yasim anymore. And we're going to assume that Mishmul already passed that stage. So Mela, he is not considered a yasim anymore. So we're talking about that the yasimim are gedolim, and therefore the fourth one gets paid back without a shvua, because she doesn't have to make a shvua to anybody else, because the other women are gone, and to the Yisoyimim, they're G'daylim, so she doesn't have to make a shvua, and therefore, she walks off without a shvua. Banana Saimer, because she's the last one, she should gain, I feel like nope, she also has to make a shvua. What was Banana's Ashita? We'll see in the Gemara of Tzadidah, why he held, she has to make a shvua, there's no one to make a shvua to, who should make a shvua to, but that's what Banana's held. So this is if they were earlier, if one woman got married before the other one. Let's say they all got married on the same day. So, if you'll pay attention, in Exuba, it doesn't say the time of day. So, let's say a guy married a woman in the morning. He did an early chasna, and then he did a later chasna for the next woman. So, the Allah is the earlier woman, her tviya goes first, and the later woman goes second. But it's only if they write in the star the time. Our Ksubah doesn't say the time. We don't write the time in the Ksubah. But if you write in the time in the Ksubah, so then the Allah is the earlier one goes first, even if she's an hour earlier. Just a little bit earlier, she has a Kadima. In Yerushalayim, they used to write hours. Why? Because hours were important. Every hour counted, and therefore in Yerushalayim, they wrote hours. The Chasna was at 10 o'clock in the morning, and the next chasna was 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the 10 o'clock in the morning fellow keeps what she gets, and the 2, four, two o'clock comes afterwards. That's if you write shois. Let's say they're all 
one hour. They're all written in one hour. And there's only a They split equally. Now, it's not a stira to what we said earlier. The reason is because they all have the same size ksuba. They all have the same size ksuba, so they all split equally. If they would have different sizes, we'd have to go back to what we just learned before. But if it's all the same size ksuba, so it's just a question of who has, whose man goes first, since they're all at the same zman, they split it equally. So basically, whoever comes first goes first. If they all get married at the same time, so then the Allah is they all split equally, they all have an equal shibut.